Uh, g'day, it's Scott Gibbons here, and we are on the road. That's what this show is called, is On the Road, and it's all about the RV lifestyle. The RV, recreational vehicle. What's a recreational vehicle? Oh, it could be the backseat of your car, for that matter, but it might be that you've got a caravan, it might be that you've got a camper trailer, a motorhome, a fifth-wheeler, even a tent, because this show is all about getting out and seeing the wonderful, wonderful parts of Australia. And which part are we going to see this week? Well, we're going to show you some fabulous things. You want to say show you? We're going to show you through the eyes of the radio. You'll go to some incredible places. And one of those incredible places we're going to go to right now, and hallelujah, we can go back to South Australia. So if you're from New South Wales, you can go back to South Australia. South Australia is open again. Isn't that fabulous? Now, have you been to South Australia? Have you? Because if you have, I bet it's a while since you've been there. Well, it's a while for anybody since I've been anywhere. But to go to South Australia, it's a beautiful place. It is beautiful. It's known as Adelaide itself, is known as the city of churches, but it's not just about churches. A lot of people think that South Australia is just a playground for adults. <laughs> Why is that? Because you've got fabulous wineries and you've got gourmet foods, but it's just as fabulous for the kids. The kids will love it because the choice in Adelaide for something to do of any age group is just amazing. So if you want to, you can go to the zoo. Now, at that zoo, you'll see some of the world's most rare and endangered mammals and birds and reptiles, and you'll see even our own native animals. So if you haven't been out to see some of the Australian choices, then you can go and see them at the Adelaide Zoo. If you want to just hire a paddle boat and, and go down the Torrens River, jump on board a tram to Glenelg. Ah, oh, now if you haven't been, these are real trams, by the way, but Glenelg is just beautiful. It is just beautiful. And the shops are that little bit different. They're not just the same shops. They're a little bit different. The restaurants are fabulous. The ice cream is terrific. So if you want a real treat, then you can just have a real treat at Glenelg for a day. But if you want to, you can go to Melba's Chocolate Factory. That's Melba's, M-E-L-B-A apostrophe. It's Melba's Chocolate Factory. And there you'll find some artisans who still use old-fashioned methods to really make their chocolate. Or you, if you want to, if you want some toys, you can go to the big rocking horse and the toy factory, because that's wonderful. But South Australia, oh, it's just got, what do they say? Beauty, rich and rare, isn't that the, the way you say it? So if you want to, you can go to, to Kangaroo Island. You can marvel at the sea lions at Seal Bay. You can got you got spectacular scenery at the remarkable rocks on the Flinders Chase National Park. You can go on a horse-drawn tram at Victor Harbour on the Fluro Peninsula. Now Victor Harbour is just pretty. When I say pretty, pretty. It's one of those camera places. You know, you take your camera and then you'll reflect back on those photos and you'll remember every moment. By golly, it's a pretty place. And they used to have, I, I, I expect it's still there, but you used to be able to buy donuts right on the wharf there. Oh, wonderful, wonderful donuts. Freshly cooked, nice and hot, and, and just real donuts. Fabulous. But it's a small coastal town. You've got lovely safe beaches. You've got fairy penguins. And in winter, you can even see southern right whales. So that's lovely. Now, if you want to, if you want a farm stay, now you might be going down there in, in your car. And you, and you think, oh, listen, I want a little bit of luxury. Go to the Clear Valley. Oh, Clare Valley's beautiful. If you want to, you can cruise down the Murray River on a houseboat. You can cycle through the volcanic craters of Mount Gambier. You can enjoy a family hike on the Hasten Trail in the Flinders Ranges. And everything 
It's just beautiful. But don't forget, you've got the Barossa Valley as well. You've got the Adelaide Hills. Oh, there's some fabulous things. There's day trips from Adelaide if you want to. <coughs> Pardon me, you've got day trips from Adelaide. Oh, wonderful day trips. So if you want to do those, there's a couple of them there. The Barossa Valley, well, for wining and dining, it's only about an hour away from Adelaide. It's only about an hour away, but you've got rolling hills and you've got, um, depending upon the weather, sun-soaked vineyards. You could stretch into the beautiful hallmarks of the Barossa Valley. The region is just, it's world-class. It's world-acclaimed for the quality of the wines it produces. And, and if, you're a, if you have cravings for gourmet food, oh, for a day or a weekend or even longer, you will just love it. The surrounds are stunning. I took a, a motorhome through there. Oh, pretty, 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 pretty. So if you want to, you can book in for a chocolate making class. You can stock up on your sweets at the Barossa Valley Chocolate Company. You can have a day at Seppelt's Field if you want, which is a family-friendly winery with stunning grounds and heritage tours and picnic grounds and bikes for hire. You can drive the 38-kilometre Barossa Heritage Trail, and that's an easy way to learn some of the history of that whole region, and you can stop and smell the lavenders, if you will, at the at the Lindock Lavender Farm. And, and if you want photos, again, I'm telling you, <laughs> you've got photos, and Daisy the dog, Daisy the dog will be there waiting for you, I would reckon. Now, the Fleurio Peninsula, Fleurio, F-L-E-U-R-I-E-U, Fleurio, F-L-E-U, sorry, F-L-E-U, R-I-E-U, Peninsula. You've got beautiful beaches, you've got water sports. It's about an hour and a half from Adelaide, but it's a unique part of the South Australian coast and it seems to have it all. Great food, great wine, great beaches, great countryside, plenty of campsites thrown throughout the whole area. You've got lovely boutique hotels and this part of the world just caters to every traveller. Oh, yeah, so what's some of the must-do's? Well, you must. I would reckon you can get a bottle of wine, up to you. But McLaren Vale, that's got some of the best in the region. You can go to the turquoise waters of Rapid Bay, and, and that would be lovely. Or you can go to Second Valley. You can swim and snorkel and dive or just stick to the land and explore a labyrinth of caves and rock pools. Or, of course, South Australia is just famous for its pies. So you can bite into a pie. Or, a, if you want, a donut at the Port Elliot Bakery. But the pies are just fabulous in South Australia. Ask for a pie floater. Pie floater. If you don't know what a pie floater is, you ask for one. You enjoy the surprise. And it's a nice surprise. It's nice. So they'll tell you what it is, but I don't want to spoil the surprise for you. But there you go. The Murray River. Oh, you got to do the Murray River. If you haven't done that, that's only about an hour and a half out of Adelaide as well. And the Murray River, it stretches from the Australian Alps all the way to the Fleurio Peninsula. And then parts of it's very accessible on a day trip, of course, from Adelaide and a little bit of riverside bliss and you can drive the tranquil roads. Oh, the roads are just lovely, beautiful scenery uh, and plenty of country towns. So you can hire a kayak and take the waters of the Herman Gas Bird Sanctuary if you want to have a, a little peaceful morning looking out over the wildlife. Uh, you can lace up some hiking boots and go on an adventure in search of Manum's beautiful waterfalls. I'm telling you, South Australia, <laughs> it's like winning the lottery. It's just that good. You can go to the historical precinct surrounding Murray Bridge and the Murray Bridge Discovery Trail, or you can drive a little further and delve into Karoon National Park for some pure white shores and gentle waves. Kangaroo Island, you, you might as well do that. That's about two and a half hours from Adelaide. If you haven't done Kangaroo Island, it's just one of those things that go, tick, I've done it because it's beautiful. It is 
beautiful. Now, don't forget they had the fires there. So some of the attractions are still closed, but oh, you've got to go there. You got And when you talk about pretty waters, you know, you look at some waters and you go, oh, that's beautiful. Well, that's what Kangaroo Island's all about. It's beautiful. So nearly half of the island's land mass was burnt during the January bushfires, but it's still a stunning spot and it's retained so much of its natural beauty. And of course, you've had so much greenery just come back again. So you've got plenty of seals and you've got snacks and you've got a wild coastline and it's just... It's just fabulous. You'll, you'll enjoy it. But if you want some oysters or anything like that, you're going to find them all there. So South Australia, that's where you've got to go. Now, who else goes to South Australia? Well, I reckon. You remember the Wiggles? I mean, we all love the Wiggles. You probably grew up with the Wiggles, many of you. And if you didn't grow up with it, you've been playing Wiggle songs. Well, Jeff and Anthony and Murray and Greg in 1999, they sang Bound for South Australia. I can't think of a better song to finish this segment with. So here's Bound for South Australia. It's the Wiggles. Here we go. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. This show is called On the Road. And if you want to find out more, go to our website. It's called ontheroad.com.au. On the Road Media. On the Road Media. Don't forget that media word, ontheroadmedia.com.au. And you will find us there. And if you flick through the little menu when you go to that site, ontheroadmedia.com.au, you will find a whole bunch of podcasts. And there's 50-plus shows on there. So if ever you want to know a little bit more about uh, the RV lifestyle, the recreational vehicle lifestyle, or Seeing Australia, then that's where you've got to go. So you just go on to that. You'll find us on Spotify, of course, and you'll find us on Facebook, On The Road Media, on Facebook as well. So there you go. But in the meantime, hey, here's the Wiggles. In South Australia I was born Heave away, haul away South Australia, round Cape Horn Bound to South Australia Haul away, you rolling kings Heave away, haul away Heave away, haul away To leave me box of toys behind Bound to South Australia Haul away, you rolling kings Heave away, haul away Haul away, oh hear me sing Bound to South Australia The wind was cold, the rain was wet Heave away, haul away That wavy trip I won't forget Bound to South Australia Haul away, you rolling kings Heave away, haul away Oh, yeah, the Wiggles, eh? The Wiggles. <laughs> I bet you you were just doing your two little fingers along just like the Wiggles do it. I bet you you were. And if you weren't, sad. <laughs> you should have been. Adelong. Adelong, New South Wales. Do you know it? Adelong. A-D-E-L-O-N-G. Oh, it's in the snowy valleys. Uh, west of the mountains. You've got to listen to this. <laughs> west of the mountains, east of the outback, and a country mile from stress. Is that beautiful? Is that beautiful? I'm going to do that again. <laughs> West of the mountains, east of the outback, and a country mile from stress. Oh, that's wonderful. Because they talk about, you know, everybody in the cities, 
yeah, we're working nine to five, say, and you might be doing five days a week, maybe more, and, and your days are dictated by rigid and complex framework of calendars and invitations and time zones and reminders and, you know, using the phone and your appointments and your school terms and all those things. But, but when you get down to the snowy valleys, oh, it's all different. It's just, it's just beautiful. There's a place tucked away just past the mountains, just before the plains, that still runs to the rhythms of the seasons. Is that gorgeous? <laughs> I think it is. Well, you have to wait for spring for the snows to melt into crystal clear streams, perfect for fly fishing. Well, you have to wait for the cool summers to arrive for the harvest of the grapes that make for truly unique small batch wines. Well, you have to wait for winter to drop natural, pure, fluffy snow on the slopes of Mount Selwyn. And that's the beauty of the seasons. And while you're waiting for the next one, you can enjoy the joys of the one you're in. That's all the Snowy Valley. That's just fabulous. Oh, yeah. So what are we going to do down there? Well, I reckon we're going to go to a little place called Adelong. Now, if you haven't been to Adelong, oh, it's got some wonderful things to do. Wonderful things. It's Adelong is history. But if you want to do walking and, and, and hiking and all the things that you want to do, then you can do it down there. You can do it. You can do anything that you want to do, you can do down there. And I think that's going to be the joy for so many of you. So if you want to, the Snowy Valley is just the place you've got to go. But um, Hume and Hovel were the first Europeans to pass through the district and the graziers soon followed. And, and then it became one of those places where gold was discovered in the 1850s. And that led to the rush of people and the settlement of many people across the whole region. So the remnants of that era can be seen at the Adelong Falls Gold Mill Ruins and at Kyandra, what's now the Kosciuszko National Park. And in Tumbarumba, many remained in the area before mining declined and then farming took off and that contributed to Tumbarumba's mountain cattleman heritage. So I, I think... I think if you want to show yourself, if you want to take the kids to the Adelong Falls Gold Mine Ruins, it's just north of town. It's a little state heritage listed site, but it's popular for hiking and picnicking and swimming and walking tracks. And uh, you've got so much to do there. But the, the new Adelong Creek walk, that just gives you an easy walk from the falls to the town. And, and then you've got a veranda-lined main street, which is mainly heritage buildings, and they're listed by the National Trust of New South Wales. So you've got beautiful things there, beautiful things there. But the history, the history of, of the gold, oh, you've, you've got to go and learn all about that. But then you've got outdoor adventures that you can do down there as well. So many things that you can do, you can enjoy. So if you want to get on the water, you can get on the water. If you like riding bikes, you can ride your bike. So if, you, if you've got a bike rack, you put your bikes on board and away you go and you just check it all out. But you've got so many things to do in the snowy region. So you've got water skiing at, at Blowering Dam and Talbingo Dam and at Ken Coburn Pondage. And you've got kayaking and canoeing because that's popular. And you've got the Murray River at, at Gingelic. And then you've got so much more. You've got Manus Lake and the Tumut River. There's so many things. So if you're into canoeing, if you like fast flowing and cold water, then you can do that on the Tumut River. And between the two, the two rivers, there's miles of flat water. So if you just want to leisurely drift downstream and, and have a little bit of 
challenging white water if you want to. If you're a little bit of a thrill seeker, then you can do that. If you're into caving, then you've got the Yurangabilly Caves, so you can do that. And there's regular guided tours, and they operate daily from the visitor centre. And she's so you can do a, a self-guided tour is available if you want. Adventure caving tours, they're occasionally available. So uh, I think if you want to have a, something a little bit different, then, then you can do it. You can do something different down there. But the Blurring Cliffs and the walking track there or the Blackberry Lookout or the, the Blurring Dam or the the, Adela- the Adelong Falls Walk, because we're talking New South Wales now, then you're just going to have a lovely time. The Braemont Gardens, fly fishing. If you haven't tried fly fishing, that might be the perfect time to do it. The Clark Gorge Walking Track, there's so much to do. You can do it. And, and don't we want, you know, that's what we want to do now is we want to get out there and start, because we've been locked up, haven't we? Been locked up for a long time. And it won't be long, I reckon, before Victoria opens up and they'll just be streaming up here. So here's your chance. You can get down there now. You can get down there because it's in New South Wales. We're allowed out at the moment. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So if you're talking about beautiful things, then I reckon we should have a little bit of Doug Parkinson, You Are So Beautiful. Because when you go down and you visit the snowy valleys, then you're just going to have such a good time. If you want to, go onto the website, visit snowyvalleys.com.au, because that's part of the New South Wales thing. So visit snowyvalleys.com.au. But Doug Parkinson, he's going to sing for us right now. This is called You Are So Beautiful. Now, you might remember, you might remember, Joe Cocker used to sing this, but, but... Doug Parkinson did this in 1986, 1986. Now, Doug Parkinson, you had Doug Parkinson, the questions, and, and Doug Parkinson, he would still be out there singing now, this this very day, I reckon, if we didn't have the, the COVID closed down. So we can't have him live at the moment, but it won't be long, I reckon, before the live music comes back. But in the meantime, here's Doug Parkinson. Hey, this is Scott Gibbons. We are on the road. Oh, it's so good to be on the road with you. You enjoy Doug Parkinson. We'll be back with you in just a little while.
Oh, you are so beautiful, Doug Parkinson. Now, when you want something beautiful, then you've got to have an Australian-made product, something that is just, not just beautiful, but practical and and lasts, goes the distance, does everything right. And I'm talking, of course, about off-road systems. So you've got to look at their website. That's offroadsystems.com.au. I'm telling you, if you're going to get drawers, these are the drawers to get. These are the ones to get. Now, they're Australian. They're made here by Australians, and they are just ultimate quality, just brilliant. So I'm just going to give you a little bit. What some people want is something simple. They want something simple to go into the back of their four-wheel drive, back of their ute. Now, what they have is they've got choices, and that's the beautiful part about it. You can have a standard set so you know, you can go and see them. You can see them and they're done. You can look at them on their website. They're done and they ship them all the way around Australia. But if you want to go in and get them fitted, the last time I was in at Off-Road Systems, they had vehicles in there from Canberra. They had vehicles in there from Victoria, believe it or not. Yes, because the people had been in New South Wales and and were allowed up. So that one was fine. But they had they had vehicles from all over the place, including Queensland. So there you go. That, that's the caliber. So people will take their vehicles to them or you can have the item shipped to you and they can ship them all the way around Australia. In fact, they get inquiries from all the way around the world and that's just fabulous. But the two-draw system, they, they, their drawers are made up of two basic parts. The frame, which is made out of either, and this is your choice again because you can choose what you want. You can have galvanised steel or aluminium. And then the timber panelling, which is made of a highly developed waterproof plywood. Now, it's covered in marine-grade carpet, and all of the timber work is done on-site at their factory, and it uses a continuous numerically controlled machine. That's called a CNC. You might have heard of that. And all of the panels are machined with extreme accuracy, ensuring that their drawers fit neatly into each and every vehicle because of the care that they put in is phenomenal. So you can have something that is a, a pre-designed that they already have, or if you want something custom-made, you can have it custom-made. So that's lovely. Now, the panels are then covered using, as I say, the highest quality marine-grade carpet, and then they use a high-strength contact glue to put the carpet down on the panel, and that's folded around the panel and trimmed so you get a perfect, perfect finish because there's no no daggy overhangs from you know, pre-moulded carpet. You'll often get a daggy overhang. Well, you don't get that. And this carpet's unaffected by water because it's marine quality and it's easy to clean and it's outstandingly tough. So if you want to find out more, where do you go? You go to Off-Road Systems. And I'm telling you, the quality is outstanding in the Aussie. So offroadsystems.com.au. If you're going to go and see Australia, go with their drawers because their drawers 
are just sensational. Offroadsystems.com.au. Now, where are we going? We might as well go. We're not allowed to go there yet, but we are allowed to go there virtually, and it starts next Wednesday. So take it, get your little pencil out for this. 7 a.m. Wednesday, the 30th of September, 2020. Uh, it's going to run through. This is called the Victorian Caravan and Camping Virtual Show. And if you go onto the website, Victorian Caravan and A-N-D Camping Virtual Show dot com dot au and i'm telling you you're just going to have a ball because you can do everything from the comfort of your own home so you're here and everything's down in victoria they've got a range of products they've got over 100 exhibitors you can chat if you want to to the caravan and the camping experts you can even maybe win great prizes but you need to register you need to register so go on to the victorian caravan camping virtual show dot com dot au and you've got everything so you can compare and explore the latest in caravans and motorhomes and camper vans and camper trailers and and a whole lot more if you want to find out about camping equipment and boating and fishing and products and accessories you can do that you can explore your next travel destination uh, you can chat with industry experts as i was mentioning and They'll even have special show pricing. So the exhibitors are bringing their best deals and it's all up for grabs for five days. So you've got prizes, but you're doing it all from your own home. So you don't have to wait in line. You can compare, you can explore, you can do the whole thing. You can ask your questions and you can visit the show. Here it is. You ready? You can go to the show 24 hours a day for the five days. I think that is fabulous. That's starting September 30th. So it's next Wednesday. September 30. I think I'm, I've, I've already blocked in. I'm, I'm already in there. I'm doing it. So where do we want to go now? I reckon. What about Uluru? You want to go to Uluru? Do you want to go to... I think we should go to Uluru. Uluru is just fabulous. So the Northern Territory, that's where you're going to go. And there's there's things to do up there. If you want to do that, you've got... If you want Aboriginal culture, oh, you've got that. But Uluru is just... It's the world's biggest rock. The world's biggest rock. So, you know, that's what you've got to do. You've got to do that. And if you haven't done it, I'm telling you, the sunsets and the sunrises, if you visit sunrise or sunset, you're going to get the most spectacular sight because Uluru just transforms from ochre to a burnished orange and then an intense red. And it's just a natural, natural wonderland. We're so lucky in Australia. We've got so many beautiful things to see. People come when they could. (laughs) People would come from around the world to come and see our rock. We've got it here. It's 348 metres high. It's, it's, I reckon it's the world's biggest monolith. It towers over the surrounding landscape and it's about 550 million years old. So it's very deeply spiritual. 550 million years old. It's made of sandstone and it's often referred to as the heart of the Red Centre. It's one of Australia's most obviously most recognised landmarks. So you can just breathe in see the colours, and the colours will change before your eyes, and then you can hear the stories of time and be amazed as Uluru captures your heart. Because it will, and once you've seen it, you know, you, you live with that. It's a beautiful, beautiful memory. And, and you'll, you'll feel the connection to the land, and, and you'll feel the wisdom coming out of that rock. It's just, you know, and the plant life there and the animal life, it's just, as they say, awe-inspiring. But that's where a lot of the stories came from. And if you want to, you can walk with a traditional owner. You can join a camel tour. You can self-drive. You can uh, dine under a canopy of stars. Now, this is called, from memory, it was called 
Oh, uh, silence, 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 silence of the night, silence. Oh, something like that. Um, stars of silence, sounds of silence, sounds of silence. I knew I'd get it. But if you can do the sounds of silence, then now you will need to book in. You will need to pre-book, and I would book early. So if you know that you're going to Uluru, then um, go to the Ayers Rock Resort or, or just contact the Ayers Rock Resort and you just book in to do the Sounds of Silence dinner. It is the most, I would think of all the things I've ever done, it is, it's either number one, two or three. I don't know. It's one, two or three. But it, you'll experience, it, it begins with canapes and chilled champagne or bubblies or whatever you want to call it. And then the sun sets and darkness falls and then you get the sound of the didgeridoo. I'm telling you, when you've got a zillion, zillion stars up above you and you've just, and it's dark, it's dark, and then you just have this haunting didgeridoo come out at you, oh, mate, <laughs> it is terrific. And then you've got real attention. Now, you're not, you're not at a restaurant for this. You are out. You're out in the bush. So the stars are twinkling above you. And they'll give you some oh, some beautiful things. You might get crocodile and kangaroo and barramundi and kondong and all the things. And then you settle back after dinner and you listen to their resident star talker decode the southern night sky. So you can locate the Southern Cross and the signs of the Zodiac and the Milky Way and the planets and the galaxies. And, and then after dinner, well, you just enjoy dessert. You get a glass of port, tea, coffee, whatever you want to do. And I think that's just fabulous. So if you're going to do that... Now, that's... What's going to happen? I think it's beautiful. But every now and then, every now and then, you get a little bit of rain up there, a little bit of raining on the rock. If you're going to have raining on the rock, then you've got to have John Williamson sing that to you, haven't you? And luckily, John's come along. I think I think John's ready to make that happen for us right now. You ready, John? He's given me the nod. Here comes John Williamson, raining on the rock. Here we go. Just come out of the Mulga where the plains forever roll. And Albert and Amagira has painted all the scenes. And Ashara's changed the luster of his land. And it's raining on the rock in a beautiful country. I'm proud to travel this big land Like an Aborigine And it's raining on the rock What an almighty sight to see And I'm wishing on a postcard That you were here with me Lasting daisies and a beautiful desert rose 
But does their beauty come from heaven? No I could ask the wedge tail But he's away too high I wonder if he understands It's wonderful to fly And it's raining on the rock In a beautiful country And I'm proud to travel this big land Like an aborigine And it's raining on the rock What an almighty sight to see And I'm wishing on a postcard That you were here with me The mesmerizing colors of the old birds Or the grandeur of the rock Uluru has power And it's raining on the rock In a beautiful country And I'm proud to travel this big land Like an aborigine And it's raining on the rock What an almighty sight to see And I'm wishing on a postcard That you were here with me Uh, Raining on the Rock, John Williamson. Thank you, John, for doing that. Doesn't he do it well? Thank you, John. Good job. Now, survival. We all watch those survival shows on TV, and then we think, oh, yeah, we know what we've got to do, but do you have the right list of things to take with you? Now, they don't need to be bulky. They do need to be clever. And I was looking at Camper Trailer Lifestyle. They had an article in there, and it was written by the people from Bushcraft Survival Australia, Bushcraft Survival Australia. Now, they're simple things, but you've got to have them if you're going to survive. If you're just going out and you want to look after yourself. So number one is a knife. Now, it's about a five-inch knife. You need about a five-inch knife, something that's stainless steel or carbon, no serrations on it, that doesn't need to have saws built into it. But you can use that knife for so many purposes, including making other tools. So you can use other tools that comes from mother nature and you can carve them up using your knife so number one knife number two a combustion device so if you don't have a cigarette lighter with you if you don't have matches with you uh, then you need to have a ferro rod it's a combustion device you see them on again those survivor shows so it's a it's a mixture of magnesium and different alloys that produces a hot shower of sparks 
when you strike it correctly, and, and then that allows you to ignite some tinder to create a fire. So really a brilliant, brilliant invention. And you can use it whether it's wet or dry, so it's a beauty. Covering or shelter and clothing. So you need covering, shelter or clothing. So this could be, so you need them all, cover, shelter, clothing. But it's a reusable space blanket tarp, and it can reflect up to 70 to 80% of your body heat back to you. Isn't that clever? So it reflects 70 to 80% of your body heat back to you or a large heavy-duty garbage bag, which can be used as a raincoat or a moisture barrier or a ground sheet or a water carrier, or you can fill it with leaves for insulation. You can cut it open. You can tie it into a shelter. To make a shelter from natural materials, a lean-to or a wick-up, an A-frame, etc., is very time-consuming and requires a lot of resources. So there's something, hey, there's something. And then what you've got to do is take with you a metal container because ideally uh, uh, if you pack a metal container and a nesting cup, it's a way of carrying water as well as boiling the water. And boiling is the best way to ensure that water is safe to drink. But, um, to make a container from natural materials requires a lot of knowledge on how to make a coal-burned bowl and a folded paper bark and a cooler mon or a bark container, all of which can boil water using hot rocks, but... If you take the metal container and your metal cup with you, you're right. Now, the next thing is some cordage. So you need some parachute cord. That's the best because it's got seven inner strands and each one of those seven strands can be broken down into two smaller fibres. So if you break the cord down into those fibres, you can use them for fishing line or trap making or you can repair cord. You can do anything with it, many things anyway. And to make cordage or string, in nature is a very time-consuming and requires a lot of knowledge and plant resources. So um, that, that's a hard thing to do. So cordage is something to take with you. Now tape, Gorilla Tape, is probably the best one to take with you because you can use that to mend things or waterproof. Uh, you can tie your cordage with it. You can use it for first aid. Um, you can even use it to make an improvised waterproof cup. Isn't that clever? Isn't that clever? Good work there. A compass that allows you to stay on course when moving from A to B and aids in the direction finding. It's a, a sighting compass. Also has a little mirror that can be used as a heliograph or for first aid. And if you don't have a compass, then you need to learn about natural navigation and finding direction from the sun and the stars and other means. So there's something. Then you need a first aid kit. Now, it doesn't have to be overly big, but you do need to have a first aid kit. And I would suggest add into your first aid kit a cloth sail needle. A cloth sail needle. So that means you don't have to carry it separately. It's in your first aid kit. We're going to have probably some other needles in there as well. So that's good for small cuts and scratches. This is your first aid kit. And bites and stings and some iodine, um, some alcohol preps, some antiseptic ointment, a small vial of Condi's crystals, and an assortment of needles, including, as I said, that sailcloth needle for kit repairs. And then you've got your head torch. So that's used mainly as a light source, but it can also be used to make fire using the batteries and a piece of steel wool. So that's as long as you've got some steel wool with you. But your head torch, that's a good thing to have. And of course, a cloth bandana, because that's got multiple uses. You've got a head scarf, a neck scarf, covers your head. Um, you can use it as a filtering device and a triangle and a bandage and a sling and, again, for cordage. And it's an improvised bag. It's a net. If it's 100% cotton, then you can use it to make a char cloth too. And if it's an orange or bright colour, you know, the bright day glow colours, you can also use as a signalling device. So I think that's clever. 
I think that's clever. So that's Bushcraft Survival Australia. And thanks to Camper Trailer Lifestyle for that because that's really, really good. Now, if you want to find out more about the show, then you go on to ontheroadmedia.com.au and on there you'll find some podcasts. There's about 50-odd podcasts on there, 50-something. So there, and, and if you want to, just pass the show on to other people. Tell them how to find it. Tell them, go on to ontheroadmedia.com.au and tell them. And then, hey, more people get to listen to the show. The more people get to listen to the show, the better it is for everybody because I enjoy doing it for you. <laughs> so I've got more listeners. That's fabulous. And we're getting some sponsors. Sponsors are coming on board now. So if you know somebody who wants to be on the show, they've got a business that has something to do with the world of RV lifestyle, hey, just get them to give me a call and, and that would be terrific. Oh, by the way, if you want a video done on your business, then let me know because we're doing those as well. So if you want a video done, tell me. And and all you've got to do there is just go on to, just give me a call. Uh, give me a call if you want to or go on to the website. Uh, if you go on to, let's see. Yeah, just give me a call. 0410-621-216. 0410-621-216. Tell me you want to get a video done of your business and we send the videographer up there for the day. I'll go up there with him. We'll present your business. We do a whole day of shooting for you and that would be fabulous. So if you're going to go camping and you're going to play fire and you need and you need covering for the rain and you need something to start your fire with, then that's all about fire and rain, isn't it? If it's going to be fire and rain, then you might as well have Marsha Hines sing fire and rain to you. She did this in 1975, believe it or not. 1975, Marsha Hines brought this out, fire and rain. I reckon you're going to enjoy it. I know I'm going to enjoy it. So, hey, we'll be back with you in just a little while. This is Scott Gibbons. This show is called On The Road. Again, go on the website, ontheroadmedia.com. .au and we'll be right back with you, but you enjoy Marsha Hines in the meantime.
Uh, thanks, Marcia. That was really nice. From 1975, can you believe it? I reckon she would sound just as good today. Now, what else is just as good today? Well, why don't we go to Cairns? Do you want to go to Cairns? I think we should. If you haven't been to Cairns, Cairns is just one of those amazing places. Now, we can't go there just yet because it's far north Queensland, but I don't think it's going to be that fun or that that long before we can go there. So Cairns, if you're going to go to Cairns, you're probably going to go to the Great Barrier Reef and you'll go to the Wet Tropics World Heritage Rainforest and there's so many things to do up there. Somebody said Cairns is paradise because that's where the rainforest meets the reef. Is that nice? Is that nice? Cairns is paradise, as that's where the rainforest meets the reef. Oh, I think it's wonderful. Now, there's certain things you've got to do up there. There's things that you just can't miss. So the Sky Rail, the rainforest cableway from Karanda, that's the Karanda Scenic Railway and the Karanda Village. Karanda, K-U-R-A-N-D-A, Karanda, got to do that. Uh, you've got tropical fruits, you've got fresh seafood up there, the World Heritage Wonders. Um, it's beautiful. Now, you know, you can, you might drive. I think you'd love to drive. It's a beautiful drive. And you're going to see so much of Australia on the way. Uh, you can fly if you want to. But when the, when the planes are allowed to go there again. <laughs> I heard the other day that the, the, busiest, the busiest flight, now you know how the Sydney to Melbourne flight was the busiest flight. I think it was the busiest in the world. But the busiest flight in Australia now is the Brisbane Cairns flight. I think it is. I think it is. So there you go. A little bit of maybe <laughs> maybe trivia. So you've got to decide when you're going because you, you've got different weather conditions, different seasonal weather. But the Great Barrier Reef, you can't go to Cairns without going to the Great Barrier Reef because it's the world's largest reef system, the world's largest coral reef system. So you've got 3,000 coral reefs, 600 continental islands, 300 coral caves, you can book a day cruise. You can go out with, I don't know, Passions of Paradise or Quicksilver Cruises. You can snorkel. You can dive among the vivid coral gardens, the colourful fish. Now, if, if, you, if you enjoy swimming, and even if you don't, if you, if you allow yourself to get into the water, they'll give you a float. They'll give you a floaty thing and they give you a snorkel and a, and a mask. I'm telling you, the colour, the richness, the joy, the vibrancy, the memories that you'll create just by doing that. So if you think you can't do it, I reckon you can. Just amazing. So you can do it. And if you want to, if you're a diver, then you can go out there and do a three-day liverboard with one of the groups up there. So you'll, you'll find all that out. So you can do dive and snorkel. You can do all the things. But Queensland, you can go to Franklin Islands. You can go to Port Douglas. You can book a scenic flight over to see how beautiful it is. You can go island hopping. So discover some of the reefs unspoiled islands from Cairns. So you jump on a 45-minute high-speed ferry and that'll take you to Fitzroy Island and you can explore rainforest there and the walking tracks and you can snorkel straight off the beach at Welcome Bay. You can see the beauty of the Great Barrier Reef by Sea Kayak. Oh, wonderful. So many things to do. We are just blessed. We are blessed. Australia's largest national park island is up there. You can discover a landscape of mangrove forests and isolated beaches and sheltered bays. And Oh, wonderful. If you're a foodie, oh, Cairns has got some wonderful foodie things. Oh, foodie, foodie, foodie. If you want, you want all that, you've got Rusty's Markets, you've got the raw prawn. So many things to do. If you're interested in the Aboriginal and the Torres Strait Islander culture, uh, it's the only place on earth where two, 
two World Heritage Sites collide, if you like. So Cairns acts as a gateway to explore the Aboriginal and the Torres Strait Islander cultures. So you've got all that there. And you've got the Rainforestation Nature Park, so you can learn all about that. There's so many things there. So you've got the Aboriginal culture, you've got the Adventure of North Australia, which is called, you've got Walkabout Cultural Adventures, you've got Flames of the Forest, Aboriginal Cultural Experience. Oh, hey, you're going to have so many things to do. If you want to, you can trek through a tropical rainforest because the World Heritage listed Daintree Rainforest. It's about a two-hour drive north of Cairns. And you can do it on a day trip from the city or over the course of a couple of days. And you can stay overnight in one of the wilderness lodges and that'd be good. And, and then there's so many things to do because you've got a diverse range of plants and animals and you've got rare, very rare, tree-dwelling kangaroos. Oh, <laughs> and the endangered cassowary, be aware of that, be aware of that, be careful of that one. But you can join a a gentle cruise down the Daintree River so you can spot wildlife and the natural habitat, including saltwater crocodiles. So there you go. And on foot, you'll find the the rainforest meets the reef at Cape Trib. And you can easily lose hours doing that. That's Cape Tribulation, so you can do that. And and then you've got the mountain village of Karanda, K-U-R-A-N-D-A. That's tucked within a tropical rainforest and it's known for its vibrant arts community and your local market so if they're open and, and they used to be open daily so I don't know if they're still open now but by the time Queensland opens up I reckon they'll probably be open again so you can get a range of jewellery and leather goods and Aboriginal art and uh, bookshops and galleries and boutiques and uh, you, the whole thing just lines it but oh yeah Cairns is great I, I went to Cairns not too long ago and by golly I was so impressed I tell you if you want to be impressed Cairns is one of those fabulous places where bog out. Now, do you know about bog out? If you don't know about bog out, bog out's made from an exceptionally strong material. Bog out turns your wheels into winches. So it works forwards or reverse. And it's suited for sand or mud or snow. And It's designed in Australia. It's tested in Australia. And it's not only made in Australia. It's made in tropical North Queensland. So it's a new, it's a unique system. It's world famous now because, you know, they've had world interest on this. So it's compact, it's reliable, it comes in a little handy sack, little sack. So it's like a winch in a bag. And you can even fit it, if you've got a reasonable size glove box, you can just put it in your glove box. But it's made in Australia, designed, tested in rugged North Queensland for over 10 years. So, and you can use it for most cars. So if you've got a car or a four-wheel drive, or maybe even a tractor. And if you've got something really big, like a heavy machinery or military or whatever, even a motorbike, then they'll make something to your specifications for it. So Bog Out, if you want to find out more about that, go to bogout.com. The Bogout, B-O-G-O-U-T, bogout.com. Lovely people, I've met them. Oh, by golly, are they nice people. They are just fabulous. So yeah, speaking of fabulous, you've got to have paravans. If you're going to go to paravan, if you want a caravan at the moment, Talk to Paravans Caravan World because they are just terrific. Paravans Caravan World, they're just in Milam Street at Windsor. And if you want the Atlantic E-Series, oh, 
by God. They've got, I think their biggest seller at the moment is a 20-foot Atlantic E-Series, and it's got a club lounge. So you've got uh, you've got so many features, a whole host of features. They've got, they've got a whole sheet of paper with just some of the features of the Atlantic E-Series on there. So if you want to find out more, Paravans, P-A-R-R-A-V-A-N-S, Paravans, one word. It's called Paravans Caravan World, and they're in Windsor, Milan Street, Windsor. Lovely people. By golly, they're lovely people. Now, what about a song, eh? What about a song? If you're going to go to Cairns, then I reckon you're going to, and when Cairns opens up, you're going to just step back. You're going to step back in time. You're going to step back in, you won't have all that rush. You'll have a little bit of quality of lifestyle. You're just going to step back. If you're going to step back, we might as well let Johnny Young step back with us, eh? So what about a little bit of Johnny Young and step back? And you get ready to bounce along on this one because it's a beauty. Hey, I'm Scott Gibbons. This show is called On The Road. Are you enjoying it? You having a good time? I'm having a great time being with you. Here we go. Step back, Johnny Young. Step back a little, fall in love Step back a little 